Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. until maybe perhaps a little bit later, but he's off doing that IT stuff that we do. Um, As all of you know, we're in the IT industry, so um, those of you who can relate, you know, sometimes with those project demands, you've got to do what you've got to do. So um, speaking of which, uh, tonight I have one of our returning guests, Sharon Simmons, and Sharon can relate to doing what you got to do because Sharon is a creator of an app. And she's not only an app, she's also written one book, and there's one on the way. So first of all, she's a very busy lady, and we're so lucky to have her. But, um, you know, I love telling our background story because Sharon and I met through social media, through Twitter, connected, like minds, and we've been buddies, and, and I'm, I'm so glad that she's fortunate to, uh, from time to time, get down to Atlanta from Houston, and we get to have power lunches, and, and, mm-hmm. and our group has grown, and uh, it's, it's just been very exciting. But first of all, hey, Sharon, how you doing? Hey, Jacqueline, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. So officially, Happy New Year. <laughs> Yes, happy new year to you. I'm excited about 2015. Oh, absolutely. We laid a great foundation last year, and uh, we're starting out full steam ahead. You know that's our, our motto at Technology Expresso. So, um, and, lady, I know you're full of steam, uh, and that includes from a technology perspective, from a creativity perspective, and you're on mm-hmm. the move. And so tonight we have a, a, a great show, and I want to, set up for our audience so that they um, know that in 2015, Technology Expresso, we're doing a little bit different format because we're going to do a series of shows. We get great topics and people get really engaged in them, but they need more than just an hour at a time. 
So we're going to give you first of information. You can digest that, apply that, and then check back with us next month. So Sharon will be with us. It'll be the um, fourth Thursday of each month, and we'll put those mm-hmm. dates out there. And that's why it's so important for you to follow us on Blog Talk Radio at technologyexpresso.com so that you'll get your notifications when Sharon's going to be on, be a part of the conversation. And one of the things we're encouraging people to do, buy her book, which is get that app out of your head and read the book, get the background, and then call in and ask her questions. If you're in tonight's queue, you can press one and you can actually ask Sharon a question. Or you can send me a question on Twitter. Um, we're at at sign tech xo cafe and Sharon's at at sign I got them at it's I G O T E M A T P. So you can talk to us either during the show or after the show. We'll be around after the show too. But first of all, Sharon, you you know we're lucky to have you, and you also brought your developer with you. And, and I, I see his line. I'm gonna open up his line. Um, okay. So first of all, can you give us some, some background and introduce the, the the person on the line? Absolutely. Um, hello, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Hello. Welcome. I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. Okay, Kristen, because um, I always call him, call him Kristen. He does have a last name. But can you <laughs> say your last name? <laughs> sure. I don't want to say Grand-Cheritar. Thank you. And this is Kristen. He is my developer, and he is with... Um, Cypher Works, and we have been working together um, since April 2011. Um, Kristen, I'm going to let you give them a little background about you, and then I will tell them how I found you. Sure. Um, I've been developing apps and software, and software in general for over 10 years for my company, as well as for other clients and so forth. Um, it's something I enjoy. It's something I like, and that's the long and short of it. Okay. So um, let's see. The way I found Kristen is um, there's a little bit of feedback. Um, I don't know whose line is on. But um, I met Kristen by I, – I Googled everything. So I went online and I Googled how do you um, find a developer. And a few sites came up. Um, one of them was Odesk and Elance. Um, I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of the two. And what I did was I interviewed several developers, and after their conversation, I decided which one that I was going to go with, and uh, Christian's company was the company that I chose. And, and I know that Christian, he, he's only with us a short period of time. So let me direct a couple of questions your way. When a customer approaches you, or when, when I should say, when a client approaches you with an idea, what are some of the things they need to come to you with? What's, what's the best way for them to engage a programmer? Educated. Um, to know in and out what they want their app to do, even if it's in a non-technical fashion. That's the best way to have it. Um, the more you know about what you want the app to do and what the operating system or you know the device is capable of, the better it is for you. Because then you can ask intelligent, pointed questions as to 
how do we do this, how do we do that, and it shows you're knowledgeable, and it looks good as well. And and do you look for them to have anything, um, like, written up? Do you expect them to have pictures or drawings, or do you are do you are you part of creating what it's going to look and feel like, or do you want them to come with that? Um, actually, I've encountered it in many different ways. Some people know exactly what they want, and they do come prepared with sketches and um, a little more than back of the paper napkin uh, sketches, of course. But uh, ideas of what they want for particular screens, um, what the functionality should look like, privacy settings, those sorts of things, and then I have other people who just come to me with a broad idea. And then from there, I would go and sketch it out and go, well, is this what you had in mind? Is that what you had in mind? And um, come up with a requirements document, a storyboard, and so forth, and then we go from there. Excellent. Do, do you ever find where people come with something that's just way too far-fetched, or there's always a way to kind of meet in, in the middle? Uh, the thing is, a lot of these apps are powered by people's imagination, and that's boundless. So, yes, there have been people who come to me and said, I want to do this, and sometimes it's to tell them that the technology is simply not there uh, for what they want to do. But mm-hmm. if you scale back the idea, you can work on that. Mm-hmm. And and, and I, I know my friend Sharon very well, so I know she did her homework, and that's partly why she has the book and then came to you, and she's an inquisitive person, and if there's something she doesn't know, she learns. And that that's uh, underlying yes. the message is that you do have to do your homework. It's, it's very important, and it builds for a better relationship, because I dare say otherwise, you're probably going to go back and forth several times before you even can can get started. Um, when people come to you, and I'll, I dare say, and, and their idea isn't, I guess, fully baked, do you sometimes um, send them away, or do is there just a charge for the consulting fee until you get to the point where you can build the app? How, how do you what, – what, or both, maybe? Um. Generally speaking, I worked with them for a short period of time just pro bono, just to see the idea, what they have in mind. I'm willing to talk to people for as long as they want. Um, once I actually started doing development, at that point, I would step in and say, okay, this is these are the fees for that. Um, but in general, just talking, I'm okay with just, uh, you know, talking. Absolutely. So, Kristen can, you, can you, Kristen, can you tell them a little bit what it was like to work with me? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, That's a loaded uh, question. <laughs> in in a few, you know, in, in the word, wonderful. First of all, because it's been an absolute eye opener into the startup industry over the last four years. Because uh, Sharon has so much insight into that that I just do not have because of all the people she's met and places she's traveled and so forth. Um, I mean, the development was a very short period at the beginning of that of that uh, four year period, but uh, fantastic. First of all, um, just working with her on Every deal. Anytime she calls, she has a story to tell me about where she's been, what she's done, who she's met, and it's always just amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, so, did I answer your question, Sharon? Yeah. Okay, good. So the halo is just glowing. Now, let me ask you: You guys have have you guys met in person, or all of this was done via email or Skype or? How have you guys been engaged in, in having these conversations? Um, just oh, by email phone. or voice, yeah. That's um, yeah. it, email and, and phone calls. And no, we have not met in person. 
and, and that that's so amazing that someone can have a concept, and I'm sure that's really rewarding for you, Sharon, to see it come to life. But I'm sure there's a lot of uh, iterations that you you go through. So, Sharon, maybe you can even talk a little bit about the timeline from the first time you engaged Christian. Did you have everything you needed? Did you have to go away and come back? And then when did you see the app for the first time? Okay, um, you asked me about three questions in that one, so there's the first one again. <laughs> so so talk me from when you first um, engaged Christian. What did you come uh-huh. to him with? And, and so okay. maybe add to that one. Okay, so um, first, before I came to Christian about this um, this application, I had a situation. Um, I had a death in the family. My um I say my husband's nephew, but he's my nephew too. Um, he was shot and killed while playing basketball with some friends. And he lived in an uh, island called St. Kitts, St. Kitts and Nevis. And by the time my other nephew called me to tell me what had happened, um, I was so I was so upset that it was like, um, what can I do? It's nothing that I can do. And at the time, I was on workers' comp, so I couldn't even fly the same kids to go to the funeral. And the reason why it was so important for me to go is because um, I had only been married for a couple of years, and him and I had just started a, a relationship, or a very, it was kind of small. You know, I, I would see him um, feeding the goats and feeding Mr. Donkey, and I'd see him feeding the chickens and the dogs, and, and every morning I would see him go for a walk, and he would, you know, feed the animals, and I would watch him, and one day I just went out there and started talking to him, and, you know, kind of interacting with him, and he was a really, really nice kid, he was 18 years old, he was done with school, and he, him and his friend started their own lawn business, and when I heard that he was shot and killed, his life was just snatched from him. And I thought, I was just so upset. I was like, okay, um, what happened? So when my nephew said that there were other relatives and other kids in the neighborhood or in the village that saw what happened and they knew who did it, but they were too afraid to tell the police who it was because of, you know, fear of retaliation from the gang members, because some of the some of the police officers know some of the gang members, so they didn't want to take a chance of, of saying anything. And it wasn't like a snitching thing. It was a, it was more like I gotta save my own life, even though I see my friend, my neighbor, my cousin bleeding to death in the middle of the street. Even though I see that, I have to save my own life. So when he told me that, I thought, okay, now. <laughs> How do we how do we get the information to the police? So again, my anger just took me. I said, you know, there's got to be. This was in 2011. So there was a lot of apps being created in 2011. There was like a like a boom of this hundreds of apps. Now there's millions, but at the time there was a lot. Um, so I decided I'm going to go and Google and see if I see any apps that will let you report crimes. And at the time, I didn't see any. So then I thought, okay, I'll go into the iTunes store because I had a few apps on my phone, and I'll see if there's any apps, you know, listed. And I saw maybe two. 
And when I downloaded those apps and I saw that there were so many steps on what area are you in, on around approximately what corner, what time. Uh, I mean, it was just asking so many questions, and I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, in a state of emergency, um, do you have time to ask me all these questions? No. So I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to build my own app, and I'm going to build it, design it the way I want to see it. So I sat down and I sketched out um, how I wanted this to look. Um, like Kristen said, like on the back of a napkin sort of thing, I just kind of wrote it out. Um, I did some interviews. I went online and I interviewed some developers. And then once I decided on Kristen's company and I called them with such excitement, um, they, they, they were sitting like on the edge of every word. So let me, let me ask you a quick question. Let me ask you a quick question. When you said you called and asked them some questions, what type of questions do you ask developers when you're you're interviewing to try to pick them out, pick out the right developer for you? Um, okay, let's see. Uh, I um, when I first started, I asked. Uh, I told I would tell the developer that I was interested in creating a a crime reporting application. And this is not Chris's company; it was another, a, a couple other companies. They um, they told me that something like that would cost me somewhere in between ten to eighteen thousand dollars to build out something like that. Now, be, before I explained to them what I wanted wanted to do, um, we signed a an NDA, is a, a non disclosure agreement, so that I was I was so comfortable telling my ideal to them. So uh, once we did that, and they told me it would be like almost eighteen thousand dollars, uh, that that helped me go to the next to the next developer. <laughs> so you asking me what questions did I ask? I basically were asking them what it cost to build something like this concept that I had in my mind. So, so, so let me while we have out. yeah. So let me ask Kristen while while he's um, on the line because I don't know if you're gonna be able to uh, stay with us the whole time. But what kind of causes an app, one, to be more expensive than the other? What makes an app complex? Is, it, can you kind of generally kind of explain that? Uh, yeah, the more moving parts. Um, the more it needs to do, generally speaking, the more expensive it's going to be. Um, another part of it is if it requires any sort of server that is going to increase your cost because now you're dealing with just programming the phone or the device, I should say. And in addition to that, programming the server for custom building it for whatever you happen to be needing to do based on the app requirements. Uh, I know that's a bit technical, but um, that really is the answer to your question. Okay. And, and so, and, and just to make sure I, I, I understand and, and even for the, our, our listeners as well. Mm -hmm. So like when you, you need a server, when you need to kind of like store data, something like that, uh, yeah, or communicate across different devices for different users, um, as generally speaking, uh, when you need a, a server, yes. Okay, okay. All right, thank you. This is all very helpful, and this is the type of things that our listeners are listening to, and I see people jumping in the queue. And if you have a question for Sharon, who is the app designer and creator and the uh, visionary behind it, on the phone with also Christian, who is 
um, the developer that you contacted with. So, I, I, I'm, so forgive me, Sharon, for uh, asking questions during the story, but just helping people no fill out the, the whole process. But okay, so you you made contact and finally you got in contact with the the right developer for what you were trying trying to do. So, talk about you know how you know how that process you, things you guys had to talk about or how many times you had to talk before mm-hmm. you saw your app for the first time. Well, we talked several times. I mean, we um, we had many, many conversations. Uh, the application is uh, sectioned off. Once, once, once I gave him what, the concept, then he took the concept, and then he gave me what they call requirements. And that's when they take, um, Kristen, if, uh, let me know if I say this right, but they take your concept and they put it in uh, tech terms. You know, and they yeah, write out exactly. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So then the, he sends that back to you, and he this this document will tell you how your app will function step by step by step by step. And then once you agree to that, then then they will give you um, itemization where they divide it up in four sections, which really helps a lot. And that you you pay for it by each phase. So phase so now, sure. Chris, yeah. So yeah. Christian, did you want to uh, say something? Uh, yeah, basically the requirements analysis um, or the document she was talking about, um, it, it also has a section that basically described the app in lay terms, and it should be understandable to anyone who has never even seen a computer at all. It, it should understand exactly how this thing should function. From there, mm-hmm. we go. From there, we go to the technical requirements, which will say, you know, what OS, what type of requirements, what type of device requirements, uh, what other sorts of, you know, more technical details are needed to actually create this app. Are you going to need a server? Um, are you going to need, um, I don't know, GPS capability, photo photo library, any of the, any of those uh, sorts of device capabilities? Um, you know, you need to know and spec out before you even start writing code. Interesting, very interesting. Okay, so so you you create the technical space. And what I what I like what you you said too is a, a lot of people on the phone. Just to let you know, um, Sharon isn't technical. This was her first kind of endeavor. It was just something she was passionate about, wanted to do, um, and and driven by the the tragedy in her family, and um, just googled her way, as the book says, to find out mm-hmm. what she needed to do. And um, but I like that Christian, you, your organization, you write those technical specs, but there's a section that's in layman's terms because sometimes people can, you know, um, take advantage of people who are non-technical. And you know, it sounds like, you, you know, it sounds like your organization and, and the company and and, and your, um, you know, you're there for people like Sharon, and you're you're right. making sure that they. Um, are in the part of the process and they understand the process and, and what's going on. So that that's important about picking and partnering with the right group yeah. and the right um, person. Right. Yeah, and as I mentioned before, um, education or educating yourself about all these different things is the best thing you can have going into meeting any sort of developer. Um, and really the, the first thing that should they should be discussing with you, in term, even if it's a requirements document, is in lay terms. In this is exactly how it's going to work without even knowing any of the underlying technical details. That's the first part. Excellent. Um, 
and, and again, a part of that education shared is people getting your book because you, everything, all your lessons learned, all the bumps in the road that you kind of experienced, that's what you put in the, the book. So if people exactly. first get your book, that's kind of their, mm-hmm. their roadmap, their workbook, and it'll tell you how to, where to go for, you know, to start doing your homework and that type of thing. So it's, it's all, you know, just, just ties in together. But so I'm going to let you, Sharon, go, go back, continue with your narrative. So you guys go back and forth. You've got the technical requirements. But I like also mm-hmm. you mentioned that there's different phases. People can't necessarily expect that they're going to get the whole shebang day one. Mm-hmm. Um, there, mm-hmm. it, it's a process, and it's been you. You talked about back in 2011. So, talk mm-hmm. about the evolution of the products and its features. <laughs> well, um, once he, once they delivered the first phase, um, they, he was able to email that to me, and then I could go online and we actually are talking together. We're going through each step of it. I could actually see the first. Uh, maybe the first two pages. I'm kind of guessing right now because I can't remember exactly. But I could actually kind of see the first two pages. And um, I had it on my laptop, and I had my grandsons, um, Draylon and Xavier, sitting next to me. And, and I was like, okay, your Nana just created an app. Okay, you got to see this. And they're looking at me like, yeah, okay. <laughs> my, my Nana created an app, you know, and they were like really into gaming. And so I'm showing them step by step, and, but they didn't really seem excited, you know. I was like, but I'm, like, elated at this. I'm like, it's coming to life. It's, I'm seeing it. It's, it's being born. Look. And they they weren't, they weren't as excited as I was, but I could actually see, you know, I could show them as Kristen is, te- you know, going through each step, okay, is this how you want it to look? Is this the function you, you were speaking of? Is this how you want it to flow? And then once we agree to that, then he he goes back to the drawing board. He's finished. He goes to the next phase. So each time he went to each phase, um, we we sat down together, you know, you know, via internet, and I, you know, I agree to the completion. Excellent. So that's basically yeah, that's basically how how it went. And once we got to the end. Okay, once we got to the total end, then we were able to um to actually oh boy, so much to it. Um <laughs> we got to some point where all right, he says, Okay, Sharon, now you have to fill the app in. We we have the we have the um user interface, which is how it looks. But now we have to fill it in to how it's gonna function. So this is where the homework came in on my part. That's not Kristen's job. This is like this is my job. I'm I have to know this information. So who's going to get that information for me? Me. So I had to go online and and try to look for um, major uh, major cities. Uh, well, I'm fortunate in, in every major city: um, L.A., Chicago, New York, you know, Miami, Dallas. And I call these different law enforcement um, agencies. And the problem I, I ran into, and this question is probably going um, a little different direction than what you were initially asking me, but the problem I was having was that law enforcement did not have a department to, to transfer me to, to connect me to a contact person to what I needed. 
So there was blatantly a disconnection between law enforcement and community that I was feeling. Right. So let me, let me, but, but this is a good point. And let me explain um, to our audience and those who are joining us, the app that you created was so that people could report a crime and that information go over to the appropriate law enforcement agency to get to the, the right people, you know, um, you know, such as, you know, Crime Stoppers. And we might talk about that in more detail a little bit later. But mm-hmm. the thing that you mentioned is that your developer and the terminology that I'm familiar with, he helped you build the front end, the user interface. Mm-hmm. But there's all the right. guts behind it up under the, yes. the back end, the database, the data, so that the mm-hmm. when you hit the button, it actually goes to someone's email. And that was the fulfilling right. of the other part of, of your vision. And that took legwork yes. and, and more homework on your part. So that's what you're talking yes. about, how you ran into some roadblocks. So, so continue with that. Okay, so once I ran, okay, now mind you, this whole time, I, I have a job. So I have to work every day, and I have a family, and, you know, i got to be concerned about my health, you know, staying up late. I'm working, and then I'm up late at night until wee hours doing research. Um, so I'm trying to balance. But um, what, what I, when the light bulb, light bulb came off in my head was, it was like, uh, how are you going to uh, connect to law enforcement when you're in the aircraft aircraft maintenance industry and you don't know, I don't know not one police officer. So how am I going to get connected to law enforcement? So I thought, well, I don't have that much time. And Kristen is already probably in phase two by that time, going on phase three. And I, I needed to get this information to him before he finished the app. So I thought, well... If I use Crime Stoppers, they're pretty much, I, instead of reinventing the wheel, they're pretty much in every city, every country, all over the world. So why don't I just get that information and point to them and point my app to them and then use a GPS GPS um, in, in the application so that wherever you're standing, the GPS will pick up where you're standing and it will point to the nearest law enforcement agency. So that was the concept to get it going. Awesome, awesome. So, you know, it, through ingenuity and um, by, you know, you know, looking at the problem and to trying to find different ways to, to come up with a solution, you then just further design how to make that, that back-end happen. So once you kind of came up with that, is that did you take that back to Christian at that point? Was there something that he had to do to make that? How you talked about the GPS and then connecting it? Is that that one of the the phases then? Uh, yeah, that was and part of the technical requirements, um, accessing the GPS location and then figuring out from that uh, GPS location uh, what they do what's called a reverse a reverse geo lookup. So that we can figure out from those coordinates what actual city slash um, town you're in, and from there we can figure out what the nearest law enforcement agency would be to send the information to. Excellent, excellent. And mm-hmm. and then so from from there because sometimes I I heard you the last time we we had lunch. Sometimes you'll get a release and you have to test it, Sharon. So what what is mm-hmm. so that means. You having to download it, and I remember 
you also were having a conversation about um, it was up and running in one operating system. So not you, you have to test it on both operating systems because sometimes you might see different uh, reactions on the different operating systems. So talk about because was that a learning process for you, um, how, how to do that piece of it, the testing and Um, I would say it, it, the testing part of it is, is not difficult because um, it, you're just going to use it on your phone. You're going to upload it on your phone, and you actually just go through all the steps. So that wasn't the difficulty for me. The problem was that I didn't have an Android phone, so now I have to go and get an Android phone or um, use someone else's Android phone so I can see what it looks like on that platform. Okay, and so so do they have different? Does it have a different look because of the different platforms? Then yes, yes. Um, so Kristen, you know how um, um, how iPhone has um, you have the the iPhone uh, iPhone five and six, and you have the iPad. You have um, yes those different devices. Then when you go over to Android, you have Samsung, all different types of um, devices on that side. So it, yeah, that part I, of it. Go ahead, Sharon. That part is I would kind of relate on um, rely on Kristen to to know how to um, code with different platforms or phones or devices because I'm not the technical person. But once he does that, then he'll send it to me, and then I'll look at it. And, and so, Christian, um, from your perspective, you take her one design, but then it has to be interpreted to work and uh, a fit on these different devices. Is that true? Yeah, That's and um, iOS and Android both provide a lot of tools to help you with that. So it's not entirely on the developer to, um, you know, go out and buy all these devices. They actually have a lot of uh, simulation tools to let you do that. Um, and, in fact, if you're able to sit down with a developer, they can show you what it might look on an iPad, what it might look on uh, you know, an iPhone 4S, uh, what it might look on an Android tablet. Um, these are all available to developers when they're developing these, uh, these apps. So that's really another good thing to ask for um, if you're able to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Is, is there, was there, so, so you originally, which one you started with, uh, was it Android or was it uh, Apple? Which, which I one started you with um, Apple. Okay. I okay. started with and Apple. Then yeah. it, and then you had it ported over. And, and so mm-hmm. now, what was what was next for you? So you, you had it built. You you now um, had the back end, the front end, and the back end built. So what was next for you as the creator and um, visionary for this? So before I take that part, um, I had to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) And my anger and and, and my, you know, the the passion that I felt about it, it drove me to find the money. So um, one day, I I can't remember what site I was on, but it might have been Forbes, and they were talking about crowdsourcing and um, bootstrapping. And I thought, well, um, I'm going to bootstrap. And so I went and I asked every, all my coworkers, all my friends, everyone that I knew, um, and then friends of friends, 
and I end up with ten, ten, ten people on the I call them teams on the Apple team and seven people on the Android team. And without these people, um, they've been very patient with me. Without these people, I would not have been able to pay for the the two platforms. Awesome, awesome. So you you have to now be your own uh, uh, funding department and go out and find your 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 funding sources. So, <laughs> right, and that you know, and not being you know working a nine to five kind of job and not being an entrepreneur, just a worker bee kind of person. Um, I had to learn all this. I had to actually learn. I had, I pretty much. Drop myself into technology and and business and business one on one because I didn't know anything and a lot of people was expecting me to know a lot of things as I went so I had to teach myself. Um, I went to the SBA and then they referred me to SCORE. Um, these are people that are, are retired from different industries that you know that help you. Um, they helped me with. Um, marketing strategy, uh, building your business plan. Um, then they introduced me to um, Houston Technology Center, which is here based here in Houston, and also at um, NASA Space Center. So I, I, got a, I, I ran into the right people to help me um, build the foundation out. And, and, you know, one of the things, and, and, and I'm always, uh, you know, wanting to let people understand one thing about you is, you know, you're kind of fearless. It's one thing yeah. to do the research and read what what you have to do, but there's some people that will say, oh, that's not me. I'm not one to go out and go to people and ask them. I don't want to talk about my idea. But whatever it takes, and that just is just pure passion, tenacity, and and guts and gusto mm-hmm. and just go for it. You know, some mm-hmm. people would be intimidated by talking to mm-hmm. a programmer, um, stepping mm-hmm. out of their comfort zone. And you like to mm-hmm. you leap out of your comfort zone. You go way over oh, on yeah. the other side. <laughs> oh yeah, do it on purpose. Do it on purpose. That's that's my motto. Do it on purpose because if you don't do it on purpose, you won't get done. And nobody exactly. can do it. And exactly. you know, I um, I was I was listening to a, a tech talk show. Um, Mario Armstrong, he was on CNN, and he got he's a um tech guru, and oh, this um, this guy he's going on and on about different technologies and stuff. And I said, you know what, I'm gonna get on his show. So I went on Twitter and I just just jammed up his Twitter. Hi, my name is Sharon Hyman. I got a crime reporting app page and copy paste. Hi, my name is Sharon, blah, 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 copy, paste. Keep going, keep going. I just was just blowing him up. And finally, he he he, he inboxed me, not inboxed, but he direct messaged me. And um, he was like, oh, my God. He's like, you really trying to get my attention. Oh, my God. Um, talk to me. So I thought, you know, we exchanged phone numbers, and I told him about the app. And then he had me on his show. Wow. <laughs> and from there, I found out about um, – South by Southwest. South by Southwest. If you want to Google it, just Google S like Sam, X like X-ray, 
S like Sam, W like water. And they have it in Austin every year in March. Uh, one section is technology, another section is music, and then they have, uh, shoot, I can't even think, uh, oh, education, I think uh, movies. Um, but I went to the tech part of it, and because they heard of me on, um, I'm, I'm not sure if they heard me on the Mario Armstrong show. I can't remember how they heard of me, but they actually asked me to come and speak at the um, the top blacks in technology. And it was the first time I spoke in front of 300 people about my application. It was so passionate. I drove from Houston to Austin, which is like two and a half hour drive. And when I got on that stage and they said, Sharon, you have two minutes. So I get on the stage and I'm talking about this app. I can do it now, but when this first happened, um, I think maybe a minute into my, my speech, I started to get a frog in my throat. Like I wanted to cry. And all these people, the, the, the stadium is dark. The light is on the stage. I'm on the stage, and it's, it's bright, and I can't see the people. But um, the room was silent, and I was trying to say that if I could, you know, if I could save, if I could bring, bring closure to anyone, um, anyone's life from being, you know, a victim of crime, um, this journey that I'm taking is well worth it. I couldn't get it out. <laughs> And so everybody was just stuck. We were all just standing there, and the lady, the uh, moderator came over to me. She says, your two minutes is up, but we're going to give you another minute. And then she gave me uh, a a tissue, and I was able to finish. (laughs) I was able to finish. And um, when when I finished, they they gave me uh, two to um, South by Southwest for one week, which is worth $1,500. And from that wow. point on, every year I would go and I would participate in the hack. Of, I'm sorry, in the um, they were competitions, app competitions. Or, I'm sorry, they were um, they call them uh, pitches. So I would participate in the pitches every year. And my very first time pitching, you know, here we go again. Do it on purpose. I get right up there, and I'm the first one, and I end up getting second place because I could not. In three minutes, I told them everything except for how much money did I want. But this is all about learning. I didn't know that. No one, no one had coached me on how to do it. It was just do it. And and you know that is that is that is so important. And, and always when you talk to us on the when we have Sharon Simmons on the radio with us, you know, there's so many underlying nuggets, and that's why you can, again, she's going to be with us for six episodes, and I promise you, <laughs> every episode, you are going to get a nugget, you're going to get some inspiration, and and, and whatever your, your passion is, and like she said, do it on purpose, if this is your calling, there's a difference, and you can tell when something is your calling, it, and, mm-hmm. and deep down, you know, it's by any means necessary, but something that I feel mm-hmm. strongly about that you mentioned, too, is it doesn't always have to be perfect, but sometimes just be passionate, you know, it, right. and, and just take every experience as a learning experience. I have found a lot of people, they talk about visions, ideas, things they want to do, build, companies they want to start, and yet they never get started because it's not 
perfect. It's not perfect. They're afraid to talk about their idea. They're afraid to show anybody their idea, and they just get stuck. And um, uh, I'm looking forward to a young man that that I've been knowing in uh, our uh, local chapter, Atlanta BDPA. We had a award ceremony last night and, and ran into him. And I said, "Are you ready?" And he he said, "Yes." I think I every time I see him for the last two years, I just keep asking, "Are you ready to talk about it?" We we'll put mm-hmm. you on the show. We'll showcase your app, and that goes for anyone that's listening. We love to showcase mm-hmm. um, entrepreneurs, people who are starting up. That's why we're behind Sharon, and um, that I, I say that to everyone. Listen to Sharon's voice. Listen to her story. <laughs> read her book, and let it motivate and inspire you. Just do it. Start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 mm-hmm. been a journey, and now you can look and find her on YouTube. Just Google. I got them app. Google Sharon L. Simmons. You're going to see she's out there now. I love you. Got some great YouTube infomercials, and, and let's 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 talk about that. So you know, okay. it started South by Southwest. Now you're returning mm-hmm. there. Now talk about some of the. I mean, I mean, I don't even know where to start, but. But from there, because that was kind of like the whole marketing part, too. Now you've got to get it out there, and now you've got to let more people know about it, both on sponsors and funding as well as users that, that can give you, you feedback. So talk about that, that, those two pieces. There's so many elements to it, you know, as far as marketing. Um, once I... Once I got, God, I don't even know where to start. Once I decided that I wanted the world to know about this app, I realized that it cost money to market. Um, so my little company did not, you know, I gathered the money to build the app, but I haven't figured out how I'm going to make the money. Um, I need funding to actually do um, a nationwide blitz. Um, but over the years, um, I figured by getting out to all the countries and all the different cities and talking, uh, talking on different uh, TV shows or on websites, this helped me kind of what they call guerrilla marketing, kind of helped me get out there so someone could see me because nobody knows that I've done this. You know, look at all the different cars that Tra- Trayvon Martin, my app was created before Trayvon. And then you have um, Eric Gardner and you and you have um, Michael Moore, and you have all these these other guys that have been killed um, because of, you know, our society. And it's like nobody knows that my app is available right now on Android and, and Apple. Nobody knows it because I don't I didn't have the money to actually do this, this bliss. So I had to try to figure out another way for to get recognized. Um, I finally... Um, I, I finally got recognized. Um, there's a gentleman um, that is the marketing director for Yes We Code, and he called me and asked me, "Can I be your strategic marketing um, director?" And I'm like, "Huh?" Now this this guy raises millions and millions of dollars for Yes We Code, and he wants to do this for me. But in order for those invest for him to bring money to my concept or my company, um, I need to have uh, a certain, my company has to be positioned a certain way to be inviting to investors, and that's what we're working right right now. We're working on um, board of directors um, and bringing people on board 
that, you know, that will be, um, how do you say, um, appetizing to the investors. And I dare say this is, yeah, I dare say this is a whole other aspect of being business, being an entrepreneur that you're kind of 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 learning. Yeah, really learning. Now, now the fun part of it was getting out, going to all the different countries. Now, I work for I work for a major airline, so it's it's a little easier for me to just get on a plane and fly to Ghana. I think I was in Ghana three times last year, and then uh, and fly to the Caribbean. to St. Kitts, to Antigua, Barbados, you know, so some of these islands so I can actually get that application, get the application out there. Um, I was invited to speak at the um, Association of Caribbean Commissioners of Police. So I got a chance to speak in front of um, all the islands, uh, Caribbean um, commissioners, and the FBI, CIA, and all of them, and tell them that, hi, my name is Sharon, I'm from Houston, Texas. And I created a crime reporting application to assist you. And you would think that they all would be jumping up and down and clapping and ready to do business with me. But it's a little bit more red tape than that. So, again, doing things on purpose, um, I, I'm persistent. It's going to happen, but you, if you don't get out there, you won't, you won't get, you, you won't, they won't see you. So at least now when they see a proposal come across their desk, they'll say, oh, that's the lady from Houston, Texas with that crime reporting app. And and, and I'll say, because I think Kristen is still on the phone with us, and I do say it it has to be kind of, you know, um, fun, because you you described working with Sharon, but it has to be kind of fun when you work with someone who's so passionate and, and uh, about what they're creating and, and, and how important because, you know, this, is, this app is about, you know, solving a problem, you know, in, in society for, for anyone. We've talked about whether you have a car accident, whatever you, you could witness, anyone at any point could witness a, a crime, and this is a way to um, record it, report it, um, you know, helping out a, a potential victim. So that that has to be something that's rewarding to you, uh, Christian. Was it was it exciting to you when she she came to you with the idea? Uh, yeah, it was exciting as well as intriguing because um, again, I hadn't run across anything like this before. Um, so that was a good thing. But she is, I will say, resilient, and she just does not stop <laughs> ever. Not to stop. Every time she calls me. She has a different story about where she's been or who she's talked to and some idea she's got for getting the idea that she has, current idea, out there in front of people. Yeah. Um, so it's just amazing. Again, amazing. It's not something I particularly am good at, so it's always good to hear when she has these um, conversations with me. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, let, let me just just ask, because as we're kind of – Winding down, and you guys know, we're, we're going to have Sharon back. She's going to be with us monthly, and we're going to be dissecting and talking about different aspects, and we get to hear updates from her about her journey, her progress, because it's an ongoing process, and I love the fact she's creating her board of directors. And, and something that you do that's really well, Sharon, too, is just surrounding yourself with the right people, with the right type of advisors, and I think it's your your passion and your your story and your energy that attracts the the right 
people and, um, you know, you having the opportunity to wherever you need to go, uh, you'll be there. Uh, you said it to me. If I need to be in Atlanta, if something's going on, mm-hmm. let me know. And if you can mm-hmm. make, make arrangements while juggling mm-hmm. a, a full daytime job. But, you know, right. um, maybe maybe talk about some of your advisors and, and, and that whole process of them finding you or you finding them. I don't understand the question. Repeat it for me, please. As far as, you know, finding your advisors and your coaches, just talk a little bit about how how that has all evolved over time. Well, um, I, I decided to go to um, to Houston Technology Center um, to kind of help me when, if I needed something, where I can kind of pick up the phone. One of my advisors, her name is um, Jane, Jane Lee Hicks, and I could I could call her and say, hey, I need this, or what do you think about that? Um, and they have a pretty good structure on, on building the foundation for your company, but they do have uh, meetings every actually every other week with um, many advisors. Um, I'm kind of a rebel. Um, once I get what I need, then I, I go out and I try to get it done. If I need help, I'll. I'll come back and call or, or attend, attend some of the meetings. Or there is a, another advisor that has been helping me. His name is um, Glenn. Oh, he's going to kill me. I can't think of his last name. Um, but, yeah, the, uh, I went through the um, piece of technology center, which um, had an incubation, com- incubation where I could actually go through. It was an incubation program. Excellent, excellent. Um and and so I'm looking at our our time, and so you know it, it doesn't you know you don't have to be an expert in everything. It's about getting the right advisors, getting the right help, um, and and again the, the the Google aspect of it, which your whole book is about. You can go on Amazon.com. Her book is called mm-hmm. Get the App Out of Your Head, and it's mm-hmm. by Sharon L. Simmons. And of course, if you follow either one of us on Twitter, our Technology Expresso on Facebook, and there's also information um, on today's show. If you um, read the details of today's show, you'll find out how to get connected, how to get the book. Get the book, read it, and then call us next month when we continue our series. You can ask Sharon questions. You can talk about what what, what roadblocks you're running in. And, and Kristen, I wanted to ask you, and, and forgive me if I'm not saying your name um Right, but I, I want to see now. Are you still accepting clients and customers, and can they get in contact with you, or how does that work? Yeah, I'm I'm still working on apps and software in general. So um, probably the best thing is, since my name is rather long, just get a hold of Sharon, and she can put you in touch with me. Yeah, excellent, excellent, and 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 again, so you code for all different types of platforms and operate systems. What type of languages do you do you code in? Um, so Java is the primary one for Android, as well as just server-based uh, programming. And for uh, iOS, it's Objective-C. If okay. you're on Windows Phone, you're probably using C-sharp or probably .NET uh, or any of the other languages. Well, excellent, excellent. Well, uh, again, for for our listeners out there, um, you know, get that app out of your head. If you have an app idea, 
um, swirling around, and don't don't sit on it. Um, do yeah. research, yeah. use the book, and and let's let's launch this year. You know, our model here at Technology Expresso is listen, learn, leverage, and launch. So. 2015, and Sharon, do you have any any final words that you want to say to to the listeners before we end tonight's show? I just can't believe everybody had any questions. But um, on the next show, I'm going to be expecting um, some questions. Absolutely, I do think exactly. And be bold. You know, you're not shy at all. I do have a a caller that it just called in and. Um, you know, we're we're almost out of time, but but to our callers, thank you for for calling tonight. Um, and next time, anyone who calls in, if you press one, that's how we know you're in the the, the queue. There's someone here. Um, I'm just going to open up their mic real quick. Um, your area code is um, your last four digits are six one five six. Um, your mic is open. Who's on the line? Hi, this is Jane Lee Hicks. I'm the director of Hi, uh, client. Client incubation down at the Houston Technology Center at the Johnson Space Center, where uh, Sharon is one of our incubation accelerator clients. Well, we are so excited to have you on the show, and I'm so glad I went ahead and opened your your, micro, <laughs> your microphone. I, I wasn't for sure, but um, Sharon has spoken of you, and uh, I've heard all the wonderful things you're you're doing. And we absolutely we're going to have a five more series with Sharon. Um, on the show so we can continue to hear about her journey so she can share and inspire with people. And we hope that you will definitely come back for next month and we can talk about more about what your organization does and, and how you're helping Sharon and, and can help others. Thank you. I would love that opportunity. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Sharon, I'll let you have the, the last word. And, and if you want to thank our guests tonight, our, our additional guests tonight, and uh, we'll, we'll tell people we'll see them next week. Is there any last thing you would like to say? I just want to thank Kristen. Uh, Kristen, thank you so much for your support. You have always been very supportive um, of me. We, you have been a great friend and uh, partner throughout this whole thing. I really appreciate you. Um, also, Jamie, thanks for calling in and um, all the listeners who've called in. Um, stay tuned. We're going to do this again um, in three weeks, and I'm looking forward to, to hearing from everyone. Well, awesome. And, again, everyone stay tuned, and thank you for supporting Technology Expresso. And as we always say, remember, listen, learn, leverage, launch. Good night, everyone. Good night. Welcome to another edition of Technology Espresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit their website at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find their broadcast with guests from all across the technology spectrum, their social media handles, and related content. So stay
sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up technology espresso, fast, hot, and intense. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.